Welcome to another episode of Getting Strange with Stevie Bell. Uh, just really quick before we get into this podcast, before you listen to this, make sure you check out uh, what are you talking about with Steve Jennings. I'll put all the links uh, in the description and everything, but uh, this is essentially a continuation of uh, of a podcast that we had, and basically we're talking pro wrestling the whole time, so forewarning there, but uh, Steve's a uh, very cool cat. His podcast is, a, is an amazing concept where... He lets his guests talk about whatever, so he had me on. I talked pro wrestling, and I figured uh, <laughs> we ran out of time on his episode, but uh, told him to hop on mine, so that's what this uh, this podcast is. I was uh, pretty hammered. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty hammered uh, by the end of his episode, and we just got that train rolling, so uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. It's a whole lot of fun, and I uh, hope you guys love it. All right. You good? I'm ready whenever you are, man. All right, welcome back to another episode of Getting Strange with Stevie Moe. I am the host, Stevie Moe, and unfortunately, you got to tune into this, but I have not a replacement Steve, but a better Steve. So, like, you know, when you replace things, it just kind of, you know, it's the same, but this is going to be a little bit better. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we're going to talk pro wrestling. I got my buddy Steve Jennings on. We're on the line, we're on Zoom. I'm looking at you right now. This is very weird. <laughs> I'm happy to be a replacement slash better slash not really better, but you know how when you get something new, it's better, Steve. That's <laughs> that's all I've ever wanted to be in my life was just newer and only better because I'm different and newer. You know what's you know what the most <laughs> exciting thing about this is is uh, finally the Quad City area uh, in between Iowa and Illinois. You know we're right there. Finally has yep. a podcast that is featuring a host named Steve. Two of them. Two of them. Two of I have them. a podcast now. Yes, you do. You, um, I've done. This is kind of weird for me because I've uh, only ever used the studio of mine to record my podcast. So it's weird for me, kind of taking the back seat, kind of being the passenger right now. This is fun. I did. It's a. It's, it's a change of. Uh, and I. <laughs> I, I kind of. I was kind of the same way when uh, when I did your show. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. That's what, it may or may not be why you're tuning into this, but. Um, this is this is very funny because I've known you for a long fucking time. I knew you before yeah. I started doing stand up comedy, and then you started doing stand up, and then transitioned more into the uh, the improv world. And mm-hmm. you know, here we are. Guys. Yeah, you're the only you're the only person from the stand up world that I knew before I started doing stand up. God, and he still wanted to get into it. Why? You, dude, you were super encouraging. <laughs> you you gave me some good advice that. when I was getting started. <laughs> did I? What, 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 what did I tell you? I don't remember. I, don't yeah, remember I knew you were going to put me on the spot, but <laughs> I, 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 can't I, remember when I, I just remember like running into you outside of a bar at like 1 a.m. and uh, asking you how your stand-up was going, and you were saying it was pretty good, and I mentioned how I wanted to do it, and you were just like very encouraging. Like, yeah, do it. Just get on stage and do it. And you gave me some pointers. I can't remember what they were, but I'm sure they were helpful. Hey, it got you to this point, right? Yes, <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, I I can't say I'm sitting there. I'm the uh, I'm the 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 grizzled old vet, you know, I'm the grizzled yeah. old veteran. Uh, but yeah, if and, anybody, and, and now here we are. We both have podcasts <laughs> featuring our names. Like, what the yes. fuck did we think? We were yes, and it's both with you have <laughs> with? strange with Stevie Mo. I have. What are you talking about with Steve Jennings? <laughs> I th- one of the I, first times I heard that, I was like, Jesus Christ! I'm like, what is with the with the, what is with the with Steve gimmick? <laughs> this shit yeah. is getting old. <laughs> I take issue with you though. And I, I've mentioned this to you before. I, I, I'm not happy of your use of the 
the name Stevie. You spell you spell it with a you spell your name your full name Stephen with a ph. And I yes, feel sir. like ph Stevens are not allowed to use Steve or Stevie. That, that's reserved <laughs> just for us V's. That's it. You uh, dude. So you V guys think that we can't come in there with that <laughs> ph style? And <laughs> that's right. We're gonna gatekeep that Steves and Stevies. See, this is this is the ultimate. You can go by Steve. Or Steefy. <laughs> Steefy. But that's it. If I did, if I had a pretty uh, German girl to call me by that, I definitely would. But yeah, at least it's not. I don't go by Steph. <laughs> I'm not going to go by yeah. Steph. Hey, which, by the way, if we get hey, kicked Steph out Curry. of if we get kicked, yeah, if we get kicked out of the yeah. V Club, we're going to uh, we're going to the Steph Club. <laughs> there you go. Which, by the way, here's a here's another little funny thing, and we're going to get into into pro wrestling and everything, but. Um, Hell yeah! You are an absolutely diehard sports nut, uh-huh. and you know, I, well, I, yeah, I used to be. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, shit changed, yeah. you know, because because uh, you know, Cam took that knee, or not, <laughs> not Cam, <laughs> not Cam Newton. I'm sorry, I just watched a video of Cam oh, Newton yelling at kids, and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I still enjoy sports, uh, football. I still watch a little bit. Uh, basketball got boring to me. Um, I still watch a little bit of hockey here and there. Hockey's still exciting. Baseball is pretty much my sport, though. Yeah, and being a uh, you're an Illinois boy. Yeah, so Chicago Illinois Cubs. boy. I'm lost in the the state of Iowa right now, though. Hey, it's all right. I'm living in Iowa. This yeah. shit is great. <laughs> uh, I miss Illinois. Y- yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's a topic for a later discussion, yeah, it <laughs> which is, is which, which would be hilarious <laughs> in itself. But you know, to to give uh, give a little background about who you are, and I remember when you first started doing stand up because I knew you when we were growing up, uh, going up, growing up. Mm-hmm. Shit, I would have met you. I had to be at least sixteen, seventeen, somewhere around there. It was high school. I think we went to different high we schools. We met in high school. Yeah, we went to different high schools. I think. Did you come to a party at my house? Oh, sure did. Yeah, sure did. I had a uh, I, my senior year of high school. I had a party at my house, and a bunch of Rocky people showed up that I didn't know. Uh, that was a, a bunch of people from a, like a different me. high school showed up, and uh, I didn't know them. Shit, I remember and, that night. Yeah, I think that was actually. when I met you. Yeah, um, but then the the moment I don't remember that night because I got I was in I was. Uh, horizontal by eleven thirty at night. <laughs> I was pretty sure uh, we were drinking Smirnoff Green Apple, which a bunch of 17, 18 year old kids. I dr- I drank no a lot drinking. and didn't eat dinner, and that was a bad combination. Uh, but I remember meeting you at a friend's garage where we used to hang out. Oh shit! And uh, can I can I tell my uh, my first impression story of you? I think you know what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I love I telling this. I haven't told this story in a long time. Yeah, oh, God. Uh, All right. The first time I re- remember actually having a conversation with you, we're sitting there, and you're holding a, a can of Keystone Light, <laughs> and like Keystone Light's got the long skinny can, and like there's just a lull in the conversation, and you just look over at me, and I had uh, no idea who you were really, and you look over at me and you go, "Yeah, I need a piece of shit this big to get some pussy, <laughs> like the size of a Keystone Light can." Uh, uh, and that was my introduction to Stevie Mo. <laughs> and it's all been it's honestly surprisingly been uphill from there. It's not even been downhill. It's gotten better I, since then. Because I wonder how, <laughs> how how do you go downhill from when you're at the bottom of the ocean floor? Like, right. no, unless you're going to magma territory. Right. Or MAGA territory. No, I'm 
fucking with you. We're not going into that. <laughs> 18, 18, 19 year old Stevie Mo. Oh, boy. Yeah. And willing then, to eat shit for some pussy. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> there was a there was some desperate times back in those days, uh, old desperate Steve. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I can't hide who I was at that time. I was like really just trying to embrace yeah. the shock factor, which maybe I wish I would have toned it down a little bit <laughs> back yeah. then. But I never did, and you know we we remained friends uh, since then. And I, I remember the first couple times you getting up on stage. And I'm like, hey, it's Steve from high school. And I remember the first time I walked up to you uh, sober yeah. was I was like looking up at you. I'm like, how fucking tall are you? <laughs> and that's a that's the thing. I'm I'm sure I you am, never uh, get old. No, I, I never get. I, no one ever uh, asked me that question. I will answer. I am uh, five foot eighteen. Okay, yeah. So that's a yeah. pretty tall motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I'm five eighteen or uh, six and a half is another one I like to tell mm. people. Um, my, yeah. or my, uh, sometimes I just tell them I'm the same height as Michael Jordan. That, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. I love when you're like, <laughs> I'm the same height as Michael Jordan. I go, oh, the dude that was in <laughs> fucking Space Jam, that guy. You know, that the, guy. the second best basketball player ever behind LeBron James. Yeah, you're that tall. <laughs> I know. Well, that's according to, you know, uh, kids on Twitter who don't understand how amazing 1997 was oh as gosh. a year. Oh my gosh! What a year! Oh, what a year! Because you had the Chicago Bulls going on a on a tear, and then you had the uprising of Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right. Yeah, ninety seven was a hell of a fucking year. So these kids sitting there telling me, like, "No, LeBron James is great." Okay, well, who's the best wrestler on the planet? It's like LeBron James and then Orange Cassidy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's who they got to get compared to. Which, I saw uh, someone post on Facebook the other day, like everyone's arguing who the goats are in every sport, but no one's arguing between these guys. And it was a picture of the rock and stone cold. I'm like, dude, neither <laughs> of those guys are the goat. Yeah, I mean, course. not technically. No, I mean, they were both great sellers. Uh, like they sold a shit ton of merchandise and they were the huge names, household names. But you talk about best you talk about goats. I mean, Ric Flair, Chris Jericho. Yeah. There's a, there's that everlasting argument. It's um, my favorite wrestler of all time is stone cold. Because yeah, I grew up in that era, but obviously as an adult, I can look back and understand that Stone Cold was great. That that dude could, that dude just printed money in yeah. ring. It, yeah, but look at look at Hulk Hogan. He was talented. I mean, he wasn't oh, yeah. like Stone Cold was definitely more talented than Hulk Hogan or Ultimate Warrior everywhere yeah. ever were <laughs> yeah, in the absolutely. ring. He wasn't as athletic as them, but he was more talented in the ring. Yeah, they were. he was. Uh, he he brought a special aura to his man, and he knew his talents, and he sold them well. Mm-hmm. But then you've got you know you got to think about guys like Shawn Michaels. Like you want to talk about best, oh of all, yeah, best of all, yeah, time. the best technical wrestlers. I mean, uh, Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, but yeah, you know, to t- to think also the he who should not be named. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you can mention his name. Boflex is not a sponsor of this podcast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like I, I, I underst- allegedly, like I don't, I don't want to belittle any kind of tragedy. Tragedy. But Chris Benoit was one of the best wrestlers to ever absolutely step the ring. I mean, you you can't say he wasn't. And was he also a sociopath and a murderer? Yes, he was. And that's not great. And we shouldn't talk about that part. Yeah, but. 
I just I wish that was never a part of history because he he could have been de- definitely something special and yeah I mean it, it it's what it is but I I think uh I think Rey Mysterio gets the short end of the stick a lot too I mean that Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero match in Halloween Havoc I think that was ninety seven <laughs> as well yeah, we're talking about ninety seven <laughs> that match is amazing I go back and just watch that match from time to time just because it's like I haven't watched it in a month let me go oh, yeah. watch it um, yeah yeah. It, Ray Mysterio, and I know we um we're we're, we're gonna get into um uh, we're gonna get into AEW and talking about yeah. just at, how luchador, luchadors are, but there's a lot of guys that are very very talented, uh, but but also don't get get the bright shining lights. I mean, obviously, you yeah. know, we 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 were literally literally just talking about LeBron James versus Michael Jordan. Is LeBron James one of the best athletes that's ever lived? <laughs> You really can't deny his stats. Like as much as I, right. I, I I'd love to. Does he have better like, stats than Jordan? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, as, is he and, probably and, more athletic than Jordan? Uh, yeah. Does our generation want to give up? Fucking Michael Jordan was the greatest. I think. I think best can be subjective. I think. Yeah. Like. And like my dad generation, my dad always says. I mean, when you're talking about best, like he always mentions Kareem and. Uh, oh yeah. What's his What's his dude? What's his name from the Celtics? Not Larry Bird, but the other guy that played for the Celtics for forever. You're not talking about um, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, are you? No, no not Wilt Chamberlain um, play for. My basketball history is bad. He played for the Sixers. I know that. Uh, my my yeah, my basketball history is not. Dude, I, what I it used to be Larry Bird was like Bill the, Russell. Oh, Bill Russell. Okay, Bill yeah, Russell. Yeah. Oh, dude, Bill Russell's. He, a, do yeah. you follow that dude? Like the shit he posts. Like the shit he still no. talks shit to people on the fucking mic. It is great. He's I like what eighty. <laughs> fucking yeah. When you look on paper, LeBron he's eighty-seven is, years old. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, <laughs> he went to some like Hall of Fame whatever deal, and he was like, he was talking like all these guys are chumps, and like you still had like. Yeah. Uh, Basically, <laughs> which, sorry, this reminded me of something. Yeah, mean, like, most of the Bill, Space Jam crew he was talking shit to. Yeah. So, there was a I meme. Mean, like Bill Russell, and I think my dad, he likes to argue Bill Russell all the time. I think he has a good argument because he was a five-time uh, MVP. He was a 12-time All-Star. He won 11 championships. I mean, he won almost twice as many as Jordan. Okay, but but how tall was he, though? Six ten, six ten. Okay, how tall was Muggsy Bogues or Spud Webb? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so the fact that we know these guys, it's like, <laughs> let me ask you this: If Muggsy Bogues was taller, would he have been a better athlete than than Jordan or LeBron? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Could you imagine if Ray Mysterio was? I don't have to think. If Ray Mysterio was six that. four, yeah, I think about that with uh, Tariq Cohen of the Chicago Bears. Oh, if fuck, he was yeah. three inches taller and twenty pounds heavier, he'd be the next Walter Payton. Could you imagine if Andy Dalton only won like eight more championships? How happy I'd be! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could have been two inches taller. I don't care as long as he got the fucking championships. Brought back to Cincinnati. I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad he never came to the Bears. There was rumors oh, for God, a little bit. There uh, were rumors. I mean, I feel like any time a quarterback is about to get traded or released, <laughs> everyone's like the Bears. The I'm like Bears? no. <laughs> Dude. No, I don't want Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. Dude, do you know how desperate Chicago is for a superstar? Like, even the fucking American Kennel oh Association of Chicago Jesus. would be bringing Michael Vick in happy about it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Think of all the awareness he I can would raise take, I would take Marcus Vick at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. 
if he can be a superstar quarterback, <laughs> oh, I think he's actually in jail or dead or something. <laughs> yeah, that's more holes in. I think he. I think Marcus Vick actually had it worse than Michael. <laughs> he did too, dude. Uh, people don't talk about Michael Vick enough. <laughs> uh everyone's like man you can... <laughs> uh, that's a touchy subject i don't want to fucking get into that <laughs> but i love the comparisons they're like they're like yeah only philadelphia would take michael vick back like yeah no fucking shit dude. i got i got to i got to meet my favorite bears quarterback of all time a couple years back <laughs> was he drooling who was this uh oh my god uh the girl, the girl I was dating at the time, she was a nanny in Des Moines, and uh, when we first got started talking, she was like, "Yeah, I nanny for this guy. Uh, I shouldn't tell you who he is though, because he's a uh, former NFL quarterback." I'm like, "Well, now you got to tell me." Oh my yes. And she goes, "I don't know. You probably never heard of him. It's Kyle Orton." Oh, like, dude, Kyle Orton was fuck. my favorite on the Bears. I loved Kyle Orton. No shit. So I got to meet him a couple times. He's a pretty chill dude. He just he, when I was dating her they were building a house they were living in des moines but they were building a second home in jackson hole so that he could go out there and fly fish whenever he wanted to jesus what a fucking life that's all dude. he does that's all he does is just fly fish i gotta i, I follow that, that guy <laughs> fuck if he's out in wyoming shit there's good fly mm-hmm. fishing out there apparently yeah. not fly fisher like i'm an outdoorsman but um you know the fishing game i'm i'm lacking in uh what we really got here for, we're 15 minutes into this. <laughs> we never, we haven't got to where we want to go. Because I just, I, dude, anytime me and you get together, uh, whether we're talking sports, wrestling, like we just go down stupid ass rabbit oh, yeah. holes, which is fine. It, oh, yeah. It's fine. Like, it's like any sh- anybody should be in, you know, people are hearing this, like, man, those guys must be best friends. It's like, no, we talk like four times a year. Yeah, we don't see each other that much, so when we do, we're just like, let's just rattle it all off. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting there like during people's sets, I'm like, I'm trying, like, trying to show you wrestling memes, like, hey, dude, look at this, and you're like <laughs> laughing, and you're like, you'll tell me a and story. You got, and you got Draper or Will Height hosting the <laughs> open mic yelling at us, guys, shut the fuck up, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, dude, we're laughing at this Orange Cassidy meme. <laughs> um, you know, to uh, to get to give the people what they want, and... Where this conversation is picking up you at... you got to give the people what they want. got to give it to them. Where we left off on your podcast, which... Shout the name of your podcast and where people can find it. It's uh, What Are You Talking About with Steve Jennings. It's uh, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google and Stitcher. And any... I mean, a lot of different uh, places that you can listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Facebook, too. I forgot to mention that at the end of my episode. I'm gonna have to go back and edit that. Oh shit! Oh well, there you go. So go back and listen to that episode. Me and me and Steve talk about AEW, and then we're essentially gonna pick up where we left off, and we'll probably end up going in a different direction. That's just kind of yeah. how the shit goes. Uh, because I am now five tall boys of paths, paths <laughs> fucking deep, and I'm hoping I'm like, man, I'm gonna let Steve just take this shit over because you guys aren't gonna see this. I'm gonna take a piss break at some point when he's. <laughs> I'm gonna ask him a deep question, but um, you know what I realized about uh our uh about our episode on uh on my podcast? <laughs> What's that? The only time we mentioned John Moxley. Was when we talked about how Kenny Omega beat him. That was Holy the only time he came up. Fuck. I realized that when we were like taking this little break between recording, I was like, "We didn't even talk about Moxley." Okay, I, you want to hear a funny <laughs> fucking stat? Like, if we're just getting into this, 
Yeah. I was texting a buddy of mine, Ian. Uh, Ian's a good, good fucking dude. Worked with him when I worked in the record store. This dude has his pro wrestling knowledge. You, uh, you could sit there and talk to him for hours. Like He knows everything. Uh-huh. When I was like, man, can't believe Omega beat Moxley. I'm like, on Dynamite. And he goes, that is the first time that AEW that he has been pinned in AEW in like yeah. 452 days. Yeah. He has not fucking lost a they, match. They they protected him for so long. And the way he lost was like a, you know, and, yeah, <laughs> a dusty the way finish. he lost was still yeah, they still protect they still protected him. It, it, that is fucking mind-blowing to think. Yeah. I think we were trying to get into it uh, a, a little bit. I think we were at the end of the episode, but it's like there is not enough art to long term booking. Now, I don't right. want to. I don't want to completely bury WWE, but you know, it seems like every single angle they do is just leading up to the next pay per view. Like, there's no yeah. long term story booking except what they're doing with Roman no. Reigns, which right now is fucking amazing. Pretty good, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there was a glimmer of Roman Reigns in this wasn't FCW. I think it was still NXT. Mm. Right? I think it might have been NXT, but he was wearing like a suit and tie, and he cut a promo. And I'm like, that's what they must have saw on him. And then pushing him through with you know whatever uh, his his mm-hmm. career. Apparently, Roman's like one of the greatest dudes ever on the planet. So I don't want to. I can imagine. Yeah. I don't want. I, I don't want to trash anybody's work here. I'm not trying to trash anyone's I mean, work. Yeah. But and he go, he comes from a long family. And yeah. I, I didn't. It took me the longest time to find out that his brother was fucking Rosie. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, his brother's like 20 years older than him or something like that. And he's dead too. Yeah. R.I.P. Rosie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody said that guy. Him and him and Umaga. Yeah, and. You know, both gone, which is just nuts. But yeah, I didn't really like. It makes sense because when you look at Roman Reigns and you look at Rosie uh, from back in the day, it's like yeah, they do look like Rosie. Just looks like they just look like a chunky Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, here's a <laughs> here's a lot of give praise to with uh, WWE. So yeah, I mean, obviously being a um, being a fan of the business as long as um, as long as I have Yokozuna, yeah. I just I knew it was just this big fucking where they. Turn him like a sumo wrestler guy, and yeah. never thinking twice of it. But he's in so many of these high profile matches. Which, if you if you think about it, what's what's weird is you know you have to look at look at the Attitude Era and mm-hmm. guys that are legends there. You know, there's a couple guys that are still around. You know, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold, but like guys from the previous generation, kind of bleeding in there. Like you think about Big Boss yeah. Man. Big Boss Man was still relevant, <laughs> like, as far as 96, 97, still. Even further, yeah. I mean, yeah, so, so he had I'm this bl- Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker in, what, was that 99, 2000? <laughs> yeah, have you, have you seen that meme? Like that? Where, I mean, there's that meme where it goes, it's like the Undertaker documentary. It's the Undertaker, Blue Lives Matter, also the Undertaker, and it's him looking up at Boss Man <laughs> hanging. <laughs> <laughs> so that was dude, a fucking... <laughs> shitty end of that match. Yeah, let's just hang the guy from the hell himself. <laughs> fucking hang him, fuck him. My God. Uh, but you know, like, you know, Yokozuna. I, as a kid, I kind of remember him, but as an adult, yeah. 
you know, you I've I've watched enough of these documentaries and enough of these YouTube videos of guys talking yeah. about people that you you realize who is a good dude and WWE that's, has that that's how I feel about Vader. Yeah. Because I, I, I remembered him as a kid from when I was a kid, but as an adult learning more and more about him, I was like, dude, he was fucking awesome. Oh, everybody loved him. Um Yeah. So something we, we, we talked about on uh on your show, uh about Brody yeah. Lee. Yeah. About how everybody loved Brody Lee. Apparently, Yokozuna backstage was the fucking the guy. He was loved. He was great. And Rakishi I talked bet. about that he helped him out in hard times. So yeah, you know, for uh, and we mentioned it earlier on on uh, on your on your podcast where uh, you know we we have to answer the question: We're grown men. Why do you love pro wrestling? Right. Again, we love the entertainment. We love when these guys can come together and entertain us. Mm-hmm. But we also love hearing the feel good stories about cats like Brody Lee and right. hearing how great these guys were and. Finding out how awesome the Godfather is because he just loves smoking weed, <laughs> <laughs> playing frisbee golf. Him, him and Valvinus just smoking weed all the time. Dude, Valvinus follows me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he own a dispensary or something like that? Uh, he's he wor- he's working that? on his own bud, but he uh, he also got a lot of heat for like he's a uh, he's a very MAGA guy, which I'm like, ah, good for you. Oh bro. no, <laughs> which here's here's the thing. Um, for those of you who guys that don't know, like me and Steve's politics, yeah, yeah, we're we're far end of the spectrum. We'll we'll talk anything but that. Yeah, I mean, because if you you're pretty far left, and I'm pretty decently right, <laughs> like, but yeah. we could we always mean. But what the beautiful thing is when we've when we hang out, whenever we do, I mean, we understand. <laughs> We see each other's posts, and I'm not, not like I'm not like that into it, but right there is a if we get a it, it's already uncomfortable that we're bringing up politics, but that's just how politics work. They want to divide us, but what's bringing us together is pro wrestling. So pro wrestling, I'd, so, yep. so so I cannot give a fuck of like I, but being that Steve is my friend, you know, obviously we'll have a proper discussion it's like if we have any issue with anything we can talk it out because we're buddies right and and we've talked politics before and i don't have anything yeah uh i don't i don't think it's wrong to be a republican um not at all and and i i've i've voted i have voted for republican candidates in the past um and a lot of my family are republicans um that i and i'm i'm not too far right uh, I mean, I'm not as far as some of um, <laughs> some of my friends right. or colleagues in the comedy world are. Um, I mean, left too far left. I meant to say, uh, but you know, I we used to be able to talk. I think uh, when Trump was elected, it was like let's just talk about pro wrestling now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just only talk about that. Exactly. Because like I could like. I could go back and forth, and we could go back and forth. I think we did back in 2012 uh, when it was Romney and Obama. Yeah, and, and we were going back and forth, and like I could find a lot of flaws with Romney, and like I could find a lot of flaws with Obama, and I could find some good things with Romney, and I, I just liked the good things from Obama more, and it was it was very. That's what I missed about politics was it was very just kind of cut and dry that like mm-hmm. you can kind of just weigh the good versus the bad of each candidate, 
And then it just became a shit show. Yeah. It, <laughs> it really did. And, yeah. you know, no matter what, what our politics are, it, being that we're, yeah, and for pretty, it's pretty known that a lot of stand-up comics are going to go one way. Right. That's fine. That Not a big deal. But the fact is, you know, when, when me and you are sitting here talking pro wrestling or talking sports, we're giving that back and mm-hmm. forth. It's like, okay, is we already have all this in common, and we can we can do all this shit. We can be like, hey, you want to go to the show together? Go watch wrestling. It it shouldn't ever. I I I, I guess it's weird that if you let politics just that one thing yeah break you apart, like you. You're 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 fucked up because and and a lot of it's <clears throat> some of it's more than just politics too. I yeah, mean, some of because it's, it, it, it starts bleeding. It's a, yes, it's some of it's a morality issue, and that's where I think you and I have found some co- common ground in the past. Where like you're pretty to the right, but you don't go as far as a lot of people do. No, yeah, I'm 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 and, very and and, and you still have you have a moral gravity, mm-hmm. I guess I should say that. Hold you down, but uh, I think this might be actually the platform. I've been wanting to say this to people for so long, and I don't think anyone would understand it except for you. I always thought Trump was portraying himself as a wrestling heel for four years. <laughs> Dude, if you look at the way that he handled shit, he was the best worker in the business. He handled everything like a heel. Like someone would present something to him, like here's a fact, here's something that happened, and here's us showing you saying this, and him just deny, deny, deny. I mean, that's what every <laughs> wrestling heel does. Is like, no, I didn't do that. I didn't lose. You never saw me get pinned. It's like there's video right here. <laughs> you you got never pinned. saw no, me I didn't get, get pinned. pinned. Yeah. Oh fuck. I didn't get pinned. Was, yes, that all right, that's the fucking Trump presidency. You never saw me get yes. pinned. I fucking love that. <laughs> Like the whole time, I was like, "Stop being a wrestling heel." Like, I, that's dude, what I, 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 I going for the whole well, time. I was saying the whole time, and here again, look. If we if we disagree on politics, like I, I I'll never be as open about my politics or what because I, I don't want people to think I'm fucking insane. Same. But the fact that me and you can come together and we can agree that I was like, you were thinking that, and I was, I, I tweeted, dude, Trump's a <laughs> Best heel in the fucking business. Really, Buy his okay. t-shirts. It's I thought all four years. And oh, I was God. like, who's going to talk to you about this? Like, I don't have any people in my life that can say, like, yeah, he's a heel. And he's doing everything a wrestling yeah. heel does. Like, you do like, everything you learn at wrestling school of how to be a heel. Exactly. And we definitely should have. <laughs> and you, what, what, what the beautiful thing about that is, again, we can have two different backgrounds. Uh-huh. But here we are literally laughing about something. Right, yeah. me and you are making jokes, and um, I think what what has really done a great job of bringing us together mm-hmm. is, and now we'll finally actually get into the meat of the episode, <laughs> is AEW. <laughs> yeah. um, AEW has done a very, very good job of not only each and every week, you can, it doesn't matter what the fuck is going on in the world, like... Mm-hmm. Dude, we had we had an election that no one's gonna forget. COVID's happened. Yeah. I remember Man. AEW had a live episode of Dynamite on January sixth this year, the day of the insurrection and the terrorist attack on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. 
and I was just like, please just, I, I've been watching it for hours and hours and hours. I've just got to watch wrestling to get an escape. Please yes. don't even talk about it. And they didn't. And I thought maybe JR or Tony or Excalibur would bring it up. <laughs> uh, just saying like, hey, like, thank you for joining us. We know there's every, something else going on in the world. But they didn't even mention it. And I was so happy because it was just like, everyone knows what's happening. And let's just have something that is its own thing. Yeah, and the people can just enjoy and take a break from reality because reality kind of fucking sucks all the time. So do you, do you not feel like I like I feel right now? Like obviously, yeah. We when we started talking a little bit of the politics, there was a little bit of tension because you're like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, I don't want to piss anybody off. But like as soon as you start talking wrestling, like you understood that yeah. like me and you when we started just talking, yeah. AEW. I'm more worried because it can go down a hole and a rabbit hole. Uh, no, but that but that's where yeah, we need yeah. to go. But like all of a sudden yeah. now, we're both and I, I I just I feel I feel so relaxed because now it's something that I know that you love and it's something that yeah. I love. Yeah, and it doesn't matter where we go in the conversation as long as we're still talking to AEW like you just know and this is this is how our fucking conversations go in real life and so we'll just be talking 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 and then all of a sudden there's a little little sliver of conversation that's us talking about politics and it's like okay let's get away from that and let's go talk about this now it's it it, it's a that's what i like about you because i can still talk politics with you because like like i said there's a difference between politics and Mm -hmm. human decency um which i think a lot of people on both sides lose but i think mostly on the right lose track of Um, they they really do and i'm not i'm not too yeah. big to admit that and for a lot of years a lot of years pro wrestling has been um you know if you <laughs> follow mcmahon and his stories oh my gosh they're very um <laughs> one of the greatest things by the way there's a picture and i will try to find it is it's like triple h and the mcmahons and donald trump and it's a picture yeah. of all them together and somebody, yeah, posted, somebody posted Stone Cold has stunned seventy three percent of people in this yeah. picture. I'm like, yes. I'm like, there's like God. all the McMahons, and he stunned all the McMahons. <laughs> and like, then it was Trump, and he stunned. Yeah, I got to send these other meme. It's uh, you know, for for the right guys, or oh yeah, for here's for the left. You guys can uh, enjoy this. There's a fucking meme, and it's when it was Vince and Donald Trump doing their contract signing. And he's like, you know, Vince, uh, 90% of the people like me over you. And he goes, well, that's my audience. They're typically pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> or something like that. I was like, it was a real thing. Oh, fuck, I remember that. <laughs> Vince buried his own fucking audience. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but he's still making a billion dollars and not paying I his workers. I feel like he does that every two years, and it's just fine. <laughs> yeah. Remember the time when they came out and they were like, we're going to give you guys what you want, oh. and then they just didn't? And Jesus then they just Christ. completely didn't give the fans that they wanted? Not no. at all. Not even sort of. Bad. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. What they did give us in that era, in between that, is uh, Daniel Bryan with the fucking eco-friendly title, which if I was ever yeah. going to buy a title belt, that's the one I want. That's really cool. And he, I've read articles of him saying that that was his favorite title run. Yeah. He, he, he loved, loved it. that. And yeah. he was so happy because he's like, hey, look, he's like, I'm a vegan. I love the environment. Uh-huh. And I fucking... I just want to do and this. I, I didn't know that about him until then, and that was around oh, the time Christ. that I was uh, I had become vegetarian. 
and yeah. thinking more about the environment and like being more eco friendly. And I was just like, he's a heel right now as that character. Like, I love this. Like, this is what I want. Like, but it's also, it's, it's VKM and it's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get, yeah. Dude, that title was good. And then he dropped it to Kofi, which, uh, Kofi is well deserved as, as, yeah. as, as any performer on that. And then uh, he got the, yeah. And then he got the fucking shaft. You know what? He held that belt for like six, seven months. I was yeah. Okay but that. then the, like, the, Three second long match. Well, because Brock came back, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But you know what? And that's why I'm so happy for AEW. Yeah, I was about to say that doesn't happen AEW. So Mm-mm. to pick up where we left, and the off, only time it did, like the only time it really did, that you had a super quick match that was just a complete squash was Brody Lee against Cody when he beat him for the belt. When Brody Lee beat Cody for the belt, that yeah. match lasted like two minutes. Brody Lee just kicked his ass up and down the ring. Yeah, pin him, boom, and it worked because AEW had never done a match like that before. No, they, they, and they're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, then and it la- just made Brody Lee that much more of a star too. Uh, then the next match was the dog collar the match, dog collar, was, which was brutal. And that was uh, that was Brody's last match ever. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Where did where did we? Because uh, I knew you took notes. Where did we leave off with? So we left off. Uh, we were talking about favorite moments, least favorite. We were talking about Brody. That's okay. kind of where we ended. We ended the episode on a very somber note. <laughs> uh, so, so can you can, can you bring us up? Like, what? I know we've already talked about favorite moments, but I know you have to have a couple other moments yeah. in there that you're like. And basically, I'm asking you to do a couple other moments so I can go urinate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is my show, but I got to piss on my own show, guy. But no, I. I and I'm generally interested to hear. Just I'll go back and listen. You know, I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Um, from the beginning, and I, I guess it doesn't have to start when AEW started on TNT. I mean, you can go back to yeah. um, All In, but um, and even like throwing BTE. Like, what what have been your favorite yeah. moments? That obviously something brought you back into to wrestling, right? And what has kept you here? So uh, I'll, I'll stretch this out so you have plenty of time to go pee. All right, yeah, go ahead right now. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell my story. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I was out of – I didn't watch wrestling for many, many years, and then uh, I watched a WrestleMania 2018. was the first time I'd watched wrestling in a, a long time. I mean, I had the WWE Network because I would go back and watch old WCW and old WWF stuff, and uh, – I just didn't really care too much about the modern stuff. And then I watched WrestleMania and I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, but it's not what I want. It's still just kind of stale WWE, WWE stuff. So I was like, oh, God, I just wish there was a, a better company out there or a different company out there that gave me an alternative. And that was AEW. So uh, as far as favorite moments go, um, I, I – I loved the first time I saw Orange Cassidy. I was so blown away by that guy. Uh, and he shows up uh, giving uh, his kicks to Tommy Dreamer in the uh, the Battle Royale. And Orange Cassidy just – I was like, who the hell is this guy? That might have been my favorite moment because it was my introduction to probably my favorite wrestler in the world right now. Well, but – and I don't want to stop you there, but yeah. do you know who Tommy Dreamer is? Yeah. 
Okay, so but by this point you had, I guess. Oh I, God, not, yeah, new. I, I okay, dude, so I, you had I done watched your... a little ECW when I was a kid, okay, and okay. Uh, and Tommy Dreamer was around in WWE. Uh, yeah, because I watched I watched WWE until about 2004, 2005. So I yeah, I knew. Okay, I knew who Tommy Dreamer was. Have, knew, have you I gone back and well. like watched his history of like on ECW? No, dude. I would love to. Dude, yeah, do yourself a favor. Go back and watch uh, the the whole ECW run is is amazing. Yeah. So when you see guys like um, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, you know, the, no, that the, was that was a good time. I pretty much just uh, yeah, I was just <laughs> talking about Orange Cassidy and how much I loved Orange Cassidy. Well, since this has been a um, <laughs> you know, I think he, I think Orange Cassidy would have been great in ECW. Here's what, yeah, what's been awesome and uh. Fuck, I don't want to jump the gun and start talking about how the fourth wall has been knocked down. Right. Um, but if we go there right now, like this is typical fucking <laughs> drunk talk. <laughs> um fuck so it, you, you, you were asking me uh where we left off from my podcast. And I did have yeah. a couple questions I wanted to ask you of mine, but Okay, if, yeah. Well, if I am allowed to yeah, on your podcast, do that. We'll, if I can ask you. We'll come back to that fourth wall. Yeah, let's come back to that fourth wall. Um, so let me ask you one of the questions I was really intrigued by because I think this could lead to a lot of conversation. Um, is uh, who from WWE do you think would be better suited or benefit the most from jumping to AEW? So <clears throat> immediately it's Samoa Joe. Just thinking yeah. about that because Samoa Joe and uh, on on your. Your podcast, we talked about, or I talked about the yeah. three-way match between him, Christopher Daniels, and AJ Styles, uh-huh. and him and CM Punk. That motherfucker is a beast. Uh-huh. And something that I always forget, that I don't know why I forget, because I'm just so infatuated with his in-ring work, when he gets on the fucking microphone, Samoa Joe is one of the best promos on the fucking planet. Yeah, there is a. Well, uh, he's exclusively on the microphone these days. Yeah, yeah. If you go back and watch, um, yeah. What was it? Uh, What was a WWE show that he did? Uh, They had Gabriel Iglesias, uh, the comedian, and he tried to. Yeah, he tried to cut a promo against Samoa Joe, and he didn't do too bad. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, he didn't do too fucking bad. But he's he's hanging out with Stone Cold, and it was like off the cuff, and they had Samoa Joe cut a promo. It's like, god damn, I forget that guy can fucking talk. Yeah. Um. He would be very good. I was, dude, the Usos, the Usos wrestling, the fucking. Let let me pitch this match to you. The Usos versus the fucking either Young Bucks. I I think they worked FTR or the Lucha Bros. Do you imagine how good that fucking match would be? The the one that pops to my head is Usos versus Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. Uh, That match. I think that match could fucking go. Yeah, them, uh, dude, Santana, did you ever listen to Santana Ortiz on Colt Cabana's Art of Wrestling podcast? No. Go back and listen to that, dude. You, the, the history of those guys is fucking hilarious, and it's good. Like, these guys came from fucking nothing. One of the guys was working at Borders. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, dude, I would, <laughs> here's, here, here's me, Mark, because I just, I love what they're doing with Roman Reigns. Could you imagine Roman Reigns and fucking Paul Heyman walking into the Daily Center? No. 
No, because they're like that would be to me like when Bret Hart went to WCW. Bret Hart to me was always a WWF guy. And when he showed up in WCW, I was like, he's a WWF guy. And that's the only way I can see him is being a WWF guy. And that's how I can see Roman Reigns is I can only ever see him as a WWF guy. That's fine. I could never see him. That's fine, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just he just fits that mold Mm. that Vince McMahon wants. It'd be like Brock Lesnar going to the AW, and it's just like it wouldn't work because (laughs) dude, Brock Lesnar just. I I hate to be that guy. Brock Lesnar would make it work, dude. I love Brock Lesnar. They would, (laughs) and they would probably make it work, but it would take me personally a little bit to get into it. Um, I would love to see. I would love to see Shinsuke make the jump. I think well, Sh- Shinsuke was a, yeah, Shinsuke was dude. If, if you've never seen him and AJ's match yeah. at Wrestle Kingdom, it's it's fucking great. Shinsuke would uh, would thrive there. Uh, yeah, that'd be the nice. Uh, obviously, AJ. I was Styles also would. thinking um, if they were to ever. I mean, this wouldn't happen, but this is dream booking. If they were to ever replace Brody Lee uh, and find a new leader of the Dark Order, hmm. how great I think Alistair Black would be in that role. <laughs> Oh, oh, fucking Tommy yeah. End. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could. Uh, I could kind of get behind that. Um, yeah. I would think that. And this is no disrespect to Tommy End, but the legacy that Brody Lee has has left. Yeah. They they'll never have. It. I mean, negative one is the leader of the Dark Order. Forever. Yeah. The the Dark Order yeah. would need somebody like. Um, I mean, if they were going to, oh, fuck. And this is this is going like, if they open that fourth door, you know, four, they break down the fourth wall, and you got to get a legend end. Yeah. Man, hey, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. All right, this is five and a half Paps Tallboys deep. <laughs> what if the Dark Order... I guess this is still under the Brody umbrella, but Bray Wyatt took over the Dark Order. I could see that. In tribute I for his fallen brother. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I yeah. that can that can kind but of But WWE will never they'll never get rid of no. him. They're oh, gonna keep oh, no. they're gonna keep beating no. that gimmick into the ground and destroying the best gimmick they had going for them. Uh, you know what? The, what they're doing with Bray Wyatt is not fucking bad. Um I will get dude, I just, I, I will give I, WWE I, props about the NXT. NXT's been great. Yeah. Been, that has been a solid product for at least last, I don't know, yeah. like six years. It's been great. I I can't I, I can't complain. Um you know, I guess I think you, I think Adam Cole could make the jump easily. I mean yeah, well, because he Baker's was a he was a ring on yeah. ring of honor guy, <laughs> right? Right. If you want to look up, uh, oh, it wasn't Britt Baker? Yeah, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, like those guys that were in Ring of Honor with the other guys in AEW, that I think they would fit in perfectly well. I think Adam Cole could show up and within a week be TNT champ. Oh no, no, no doubt. Um, obviously, yeah. you look at his his history in Ring of Honor. Like he was the guy who was in Bullet Club for a little bit. Funny enough, yeah. Uh, yeah, did the the. I mean, obviously, I think of Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is just go tear through the AEW, which I thought about that too. But if he went there and tore through the AEW roster, it's it, 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 it's not saying anything have, about they'd AEW. They'd have to come it's, up with 
it's they, they'd about have to him. do with him what they did with Moxley. They'd have to come up with yeah. a completely different gimmick that is more true to the person. And I don't know if uh, Kobe Lopez has it in him mm. to be that Moxley type of character. I don't know. I don't know what his actual personality is. I think he needs a good gimmick. Whereas I, li- I, li- I like Jonathan his Good John Moxley. I mean, the John Moxley gimmick he can just fall back on. That's pretty close. To, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I like. It's not it. a far stretch from him as a person, anyway. Yeah, I like. I, I it's like just where, it's uh, just AEW just saying fucking go. I like Here where it is. I like where Seth Rollins for is you. right now. Where Seth Rollins yeah. is right now, I'm I'm 100 percent on board with. Oh my god, this is good. What yeah, about that, uh, vice versa? Do you think there's anyone in AEW that would be better in WWE? The way that WWE books shit. Yeah. Um, I can't say yes or no, but I think if they if they booked the talent right in front yeah. of a, a big crowd, I mean, obviously, look what they did with the revival. Mm-hmm. Um, they really lost Matt Hardy. <laughs> Matt Hardy with Private Party. Yeah. I dude, I fucking great. I fucking love it. Um, <laughs> the Dark Order. I don't know what they could do with those guys. Yeah. Um, Here's the here's the one. The thing only one, that, the only one of the Dark Order that I think could find success in WWE is Preston Vance because he just has that look that Vince looks. He for is fucking shredded. Yeah, and you know what's fucked up? He's he wears a mask and he's like a great looking dude. He's a handsome guy. That's a handsome motherfucker. That yeah. is a, <laughs> that is a. And what was funny is when they were talking about Anna J when she when she debuted, she was wearing uh-huh. a mask, and I think it was uh, Ref Aubrey told. Uh, Tony Khan, like, you need to rip this mask off. Really, like, you know how gorgeous this chick is. So right. <laughs> he ripped the mask off. And j- I don't know if you saw that she's hurt. Yeah, she's gonna be out six to twelve months. Six, yeah, which is Sucks. a goddamn shit because she's she's fucking great. I mean, she's green, but she's she great. Twenty two years old. Let that sink yeah. in. But how wow. old are how old are the kids? Kids from uh fucking um oh what's her name? Shit. What's the uh who are the kids at? Fuck! I should. I, I can't believe I'm forgetting their name. Not uh, not not flight time. God, what is their oh, name? Oh, top flight. Top flight. They're like nineteen <laughs> and flight. twenty years yeah, old. Nineteen. Yeah. These kids are these kids are young as shit, but they're yeah, they're great. And that's kind oh, of yeah. the nice thing about um about AEW, you know. So, uh, guys, that I mean, he asked me who would be great in WWE, but who is good in AEW? So let's look at Matt Seidel. Matt yeah. Seidel and his brother, which Matt Seidel has the best tights in pro wrestling right fucking now. <laughs> Top five. Uh, but he was Evan Bourne in WWE. And yeah. he's since found his niche. Um, do, And again, we're talking about a tag team, which did we do? Have we talked about tag team wrestling on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. Because I can't remember. Well, I don't know if it was this one or mine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm losing I'm, track I'm, now. I'm hazy too. I see even fucking drinking too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where we talking. I three, but no, it's just it's blend together. I mean, we're just recording on the same night. So. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, you know, we're yeah. sitting here talking. If we we did talk about the tag the tag division. Yeah, if you, if you can't remember which tag team was wherever, but you remember tag teams, that's I think that's a do beautiful you, thing. Do you think? So let me phrase it this way: Do you think that realistically, there's anyone that's not a champion and AEW right now, other than Moxley, other than Cody Rhodes, um, anyone that's not a champion in AEW that could be a champion in WWE. 
I think maybe Scorpio Sky could have a run as like a US. Oh champ. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, Scorpio Sky. Uh, and I, I wish I wish AEW would push him more because I fucking love Scorpio Sky. I was kind of wondering what was up with there, so I didn't watch for a while, but I finally got uh-huh. um, access to watch. <laughs> Homie and of mine, he has some of the He has some of the TNT. best entrance. The song that he comes out to is amazing. Yeah, he um. He'd be great, uh, mm-hmm. Lance Archer. I'm like you want to yeah, tell but me, yeah, he like, was in WWE as Vance Archer. Vance and Archer, they yeah, pissed him away, and yep, he went to New Japan. Look at him, uh-huh. uh, Brian Cage, maybe. Yeah, I could see, I because he's kind of got that look, but he's almost too bulky. Yeah, I, I think, I think Vince would immediately put him in a match with Goldberg and have Goldberg beat him. <laughs> yeah, fucking. I'd hate that. Um, yeah, there's a there's quite a few other guys. Uh, except Brian Cage, and throw out my train of thought. You could get, um, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I wish I wish WWE had their European Championship belt. Like, the, oh man, they yeah. throw more at you. Uh, one of one of See, my and that's what guys. I think is like there are several people from AEW that I think. Could be champions elsewhere. I just don't think Vince would use them the right way, yeah, that, or, that, WWE, or the company would use them the right way. That's the thing. I'm, Whereas I'm, anyone that jumps up from WWE to AEW, yeah, it might be a slow build sometimes. Uh, I mean, look what they're doing with Matt Hardy. They're kind of giving him a slow build a little bit. Yeah. What well, was well, um, a, a guy that came to mind? I was like, well, who is AEW? Wasn't WWE Ty Dillinger? Or not? Ty yeah, Dillinger. Sean Spears now. Sean Spears, yeah. Ty Dillinger, uh, John Dillinger. Uh, I got a funny story about a guy that claims he's John Dillinger. We call him John the Mailman. Um, He he could have absolutely been great, but, like, yeah, he came from that. uh, I I don't know why they didn't use him. I didn't care about him when he was in NXT when he had his whole 10 gimmick. Yeah. Sean Spears, Sean Spears is great. I and I'm I'm still kind of curious of does he still have a manager? Yada yada yada. I I yeah. don't. Um, Another one um, that I would love to see jump ship, but I don't think ugh, I don't know that it ever will happen. Um, I w- I would love to see Sasha Banks or Becky Lynch. Or someone from the women's division make a big splash in AEW because that's that's the one critique that I've had, and I think a lot of people have had of AEW is that yeah they they need their women's, women's division, division is not as strong, and I mean they have some great talent there. Like I don't know if Big Swole is hurt right now or what's their deal, but I want Big Swole to be the champion <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> uh, like I love Big Swole. Okay, do, do you want to know who has the best women's division on the planet right now? Impact Wrestling, yes, Impact. Yep. They've got they've got Kira Hogan and uh, Tasha Steeles. Um, I guess Ty Valkyrie left, but they've got Jordan Grace. Um, ODB came back, which <laughs> <laughs> ODB <laughs> she, has she, her she own. She was at uh, the All Out that I was at. They did a uh, uh, Women's Battle Royal. Dude, she has her own meat was, truck. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. ODB is great. Um, reach out to her on Instagram. Tell her you said hi, dude. She'll fucking <laughs> respond you back. She's great. Uh, I, I'm uh, I, I make uh, 
frequently on uh, Instagram, I make references to the TV show. I think you should leave um, with Bryce Remsburg, referee of <laughs> AEW. Bryce Remsburg. We'll just go back and forth on threads sometimes, just posting gifts from that show. That's fucking hilarious. Hey, who's your, who, who's your favorite AEW ref? I guess you can guess mine. Aubrey Edwards. No, guess again. Oh, he's a WWE ref. He loves Q on. <laughs> Earl you, Hebner? No, you'll you'll have to dig deep into that one. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm space on his name. I was just making a loose end joke. He uh he apparently got in trouble for uh for posting that like he was a big Q on supporter. Oh jeez, I can't think of his I can't think of his name. I'll uh, I'll send it to you afterwards. But that's a that's a half joke. What I do want to get into if we're talking about this subject. Um, which AEW does great at this, but I wish they'd build their women's division, which they're they're doing. They're working on it now. Um, I mean, I know uh, Thunder Rosa, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega has a big yes, bigger role now in helping to build that women's division. I just stop pushing Riho. I don't care about Riho. A lot of people don't. Like, I, um, I, I just like she's fine. She, I think she does a lot of creative stuff. I don't want her to see. I don't want to see her. I don't want to see her or Nyla Rose being champion anymore. I want to see Britt Baker be a champion. Yeah, already. Br- <laughs> dude. Did you hear? Like, when come Br- on. <laughs> <laughs> and then Swole can come back and they can feud. I think that can be an amazing. That would be great feud that they could have going on. And then Thunder Rosa can be thrown in there. I love Thunder Rosa. And even if if we're doing this uh, cross promotional stuff, grab some of the some of the women from Impact. Oh, that'd be amazing. Bring them over. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Tasha Steele. It's it's wild to me that some of the best AEW women's matches have been for the NWA title. Yeah, Tasha Seals and Kira Hogan could definitely bring a a fresh yeah. fresh look to that. Um <laughs> one of my uh one of the one of the hot topics in this world right now is mm. um like transgender rights. And AEW has done very, very well at. They're a very inclusive company. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. great. They're like, look, if you're trans and you are a woman, mm-hmm. like they don't not, not going to question it. Like this is right. You, this is and, like, and I mean, Sunny Kiss is. Um, well, so, I think so, he's come out and said that uh, gender queer or non-binary that yeah. go by he or she or they. Uh, people gave Jim Ross so much shit for because, calling him she. Yeah, because sometimes but, she goes by she. Yeah, and she's and come out and said that. Yeah, what Jim Ross has said, and and Jim Ross, like, by the way, like anybody thinks, oh, this Southern Jim Ross, he's he's calling right, calling a Sunny Kiss match or a Nyla Rose match. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, Jim Ross is. A national fucking treasure. So when yes, he, he uh, and yes, he, he, he came on his podcast, he's like, "Hey, look, you guys have given me shit, but talking to the talents, he's like, I don't know about you guys, but I talk to the talents every fucking day." Yeah, I mean, his his former job was uh, WWE was head of talent relations. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just... so so Jim Ross and and Jim Ross learned from uh, uh, Bill Watts, and yeah. oh, here's. Here's something you guys might not know about pro wrestling. It was very, very racist back in the day. 
you know, you got guys like um uh Hey, let's switch roles here. You uh keep talking about this while I go pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I got you. I got you. I'll be you, right back. You yeah, he he's leaving. Hey, Rush Limbaugh's dead. You're not gonna get deleted from this. <laughs> I'll say um Yeah, Jim Ross is uh um, talk back in the day about Teddy Long, um, about the things he had to go through, and wrestling was a very, very racist thing back in the day. Like that's not, it's not a secret. But uh, what he always said about Cowboy Bill Watts was that Bill Watts would always say, "Look," and <laughs> I guess this is in saving face. But what he would say is, "I don't see black or white." The only color I see is green, is money. And that's how he would get, like, Junkyard Dog and things like that. So to to think that, I mean, and it happened. It happened frequently. You know, guys, guys had to come up dealing with awful, awful fucking things that were said to them. But they, they hung in it and, you know. You always wish things were better for the guys coming up, but uh, but they're here and they're making a making it a, a better better way for the future generations. So, man, it's uh, well, there you are. I'm back. Perfect. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just expressing what about. I miss. Oh, I just I I talked about how Jim Ross <laughs> said that you know when Bill Watts said that he didn't see black and white. He only saw green. Uh-huh. He only saw money, but ah, uh, yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of stories about um, you know, guys like Teddy Long getting called the hard R, and uh-huh. they just work through it. They they, they they work through, and they they paved a better way for future talents now. Yeah, and, it, it, it's, and I'm glad. I'm glad that I mean, I know Undertaker's come out and saying that these guys are softer now or whatever. I'm glad that it's more <laughs> inclusive. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that makes them softer. I think it just makes wrestling better. Honestly, I mean that you can have yeah, Nyla Rose and you can have Sunny Kisses and even um, I don't know if you know Anthony Bowens of the Acclaimed is gay. Is he? Yeah, oh. he's very out too. Oh, uh, cool! That's gonna make me think of the acclaimed. Uh, exactly, diff- not a fucking like I. I don't. I love the acclaimed. <laughs> I'm like, I love them. They remind oh. me, and I mean this in the in the best possible way. They remind me of like a 2002, 2003 SmackDown tag team. <laughs> yeah, they very much are. Uh, not, yeah. not not Chuck and Billy, not that far out. But so <laughs> so he's openly gay. Um, am I still gonna watch her matches? Uh, yeah. Is it gonna yeah. change the way I thought about the wrestling? Nope. Nope. Um, Am I am I still excited that they have a great career? Yep, yep. I think that's that's all that, that matters, right? Yeah, that's a great thing that AEW's done. They, they've done uh-huh. a very very good job. You know, Nyla Rose is the first trans wrestler. Uh huh. Um, do you watch BTE at all? Uh, from time to time. Okay, like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very streaky with that. Like. I'll watch it every week for a while, and then like I'm probably five or six weeks behind at this point. Yeah, Ny- Nyla Rose and have you seen the Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero segments? Uh, some of them, the speaking Spanglish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. just you know, I I can appreciate that you know in in wrestling we still have a men's and women's division because i think that adds entertainment yeah. value now 
as far as personally, when you're talking to your friends and it's like you male or female and they can't give you a straight answer, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not so worried about that as my friends as much as it's like, how is this going to affect the wrestling business, huh? <laughs> you know, it's a joke. I'm fucking with I don't you. Know that it will. I'm fucking yeah, with you. It, it, it definitely won't. You can always, no. you can always work it in. Uh, yeah. That, that was a joke, dude. I, whatever you identify as, good mm-hmm. for you. I hope you're happy. Right. But, you know, when it comes to a pro wrestling match, I think, uh, I think that's, that's just where we need to say, okay, we're going to split yeah. differences for about 15 I'll judge you minutes. in the ring. I'll judge yeah. you in the ring. That, I'm not gonna. I, yeah, that's it. Like what? It, and that's my thing before. with Nyla Rose is like, yeah, I'm not being anti-trans when I say that she doesn't do much for me in the ring. Like I don't know. Like she's had a few moments that I really, really love. And like there was one moment where she was feuding with uh, with Sheeta, and she had uh, stolen Sheeta's kendo stick, and the whole thing was Sheeta was trying to get her kendo stick back in the middle of an interview. <laughs> Sheeta, uh, Rose pops up out of nowhere, cracks her over the skull, and goes, here's your, or found your kendo stick, bitch, and I lost <laughs> it. It was hilarious. I was like, give me more of that. Like, give me more developed character. That's what I care about. Like, if your character's not developed, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, and that's, uh, that, that goes back in the, the character yeah. development, so it's, yep. you got a character that identifies as female, uh-huh. And is is great. Now I'm not saying open the doors to be like everybody like, oh yeah, I I, I, I you know, we're not looking for Andy Kaufman moments. By right. Andy's. And that's not gonna happen. But Nyla Rose has a has a good story to tell, and then that goes to um a character that you mentioned, which is one of my favorites, is Sonny Kiss. Yeah. Love Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss, and you know, back to the back to the Jr. thing where we, or I, <laughs> kind of went uh-huh. on a tangent. Um, Jr. is very very high on Sunny Kiss because Sunny Kiss is not only a great performer but a yeah. great entertainer, and uh-huh. from what everybody says, is a uh, fantastic person to be around, and just has a killer ass. <laughs> Definitely killer ass. Out of this I mean, world. Good ass. lord, how oh, do I get an God, ass look like at that, that? Fucking look at that, but donk a donk. Sunny Kiss has that donk, and <laughs> if you go back and if you watch Sunny Kiss episodes, she looks like. Um, and I'm, I'm calling her she, and that was the that was the big hangout. And there was a big hangout, and like they've even said they go by any pronoun really because they're yeah. gender queer, so that's gender fluid. That it, they. Identify with either he, they, or she. Exactly. That whatever you call, whatever you call them, him, or her, they'll accept it. By the way, and that was uh, like, one thing I, I w- it's like. People need to understand that. It's like, who gives a shit what people are? Exactly, cares? and and that's what I like <laughs> about uh, when um, you know before I was doing doing your podcast, you know, a couple of questions that you had was, what do you go by? What what are your pronouns? Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is very very nice. I think. Um, I, I, yeah, I have a little pre-interview uh, document that I have people fill out just to help me prepare. And one of the questions on there is, uh, "What do, what are your pronouns?" Yeah, because well, I want to make sure that the person coming on my podcast that I'm calling them the right thing. Absolutely, and and uh, you're yeah. comfortable. And I would assume that yeah. when Sunny Kiss is out there doing what she wants to do, uh huh. At the time, it's she. He, she, 
esque. Right. When 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 Jim Ross was like, "What do I say?" It doesn't matter. So this is on TNT now. Uh huh. And now you are having a transgender wrestler in Nyla Rose, and then you're yeah. having a, uh, I guess, androgynous wrestler in Sunny yeah. Kiss. You know, it's it is somewhat important to be called what what you want to, but also yes. it doesn't matter because you want the work that you put out there. To... I think it does. I think it it matters to a point because well, I mean, you but you, you also have a younger call crowd. You she. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. also like think about if if there's a young trans person at home or a non-binary or gender fluid or androgynous person at home. Yeah. Seeing someone like thinking that, I mean, they could be sitting there thinking that the world's kind of out to get them, and seeing someone represented in such on such a platform. Yeah, I was going to be a pro wrestler, right but I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl. Yes. You know, right now you yeah. got like realizing you it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I think I, that's why I love AEW. I think I think they're a a very uh, welcoming company, a very inclusive company. Um. Yeah, one of um, they're they're so much fun to watch. It's just, and you can tell they truly care about what the fans want. Exactly. One one of the yeah. uh, Easter, you know, it's funny. Anytime you hear complaints about, oh, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. <laughs> Shit has changed within a week. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I remember the uh, the Nightmare Collective, <laughs> the Randy Rhodes run frag faction. Uh, that lasted, I think, all of three weeks because everyone <laughs> on the internet was like, "No, this ain't working." I love like, that it's like you try, you tried. That was a good attempt. It's not working, and then they just ditched it. And then, and they're not yeah. too big to be like, "You guys didn't like it, so we got rid of it." Fuck yeah, it. that's exactly why they got rid of it too. That's what they said too. Um, I love it. You know, one of, one of the coolest things about uh, when they still had fans, I guess, it's not cool because people had to suffer through this. But, yeah. Um, you know, if you had, um, <clears throat> if he came in there and he had, you know, special needs or whatever, you know, you were, um, the lights yeah. fucked with you there. They had, they, they were very, very yeah. good at taking care of people who were, um, you know, if noises affected you, yep. lights affected you. They had a special kit that you're like, okay, well, you could put these earmuffs on and we've got yeah. sound come to you. What other companies? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, why wouldn't you want your product that you're trying to sell to be accessible to everyone? Yeah, because you're not going to go to a Philadelphia Flyers game and have this because they're a bunch of pieces <laughs> no. of shit. You're not going to go anywhere in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you go to an AEW show and they want to want to take care of you. And yeah, son of a bitch! I just realized dude, we're like an hour yeah. and ten my minutes. Dog's- in. Yeah, I, my dog's I see been that. scratching my arm. My dog's been <laughs> sitting here scratching my arm, like, uh, "Come feed me." Dude, all we did was praised how good AEW <laughs> was to people. We never like actually got to any of the matches. So, <laughs> son of a bitch, we got to do. We like, got to I, some parts, but that was fun. Yeah, that I was know. fun as <laughs> Dude, we got to do like uh, we got to do a third hour where we actually get to. Hey, we you know what we're doing. <laughs> we're taking a uh, taking a page from AEW's book, and we're long term booking, boy. <laughs> Long term booking. <laughs> Plus, I'm all, I, I, I might just also be fucking hammered. Yeah. Yeah, I'm officially hammered. But I think <laughs> in a couple months, yeah, a couple months we do a little bit more because then a little bit more will have happened in AW. I think we should touch base like twice a year or something on our podcast. Let's do it like about the four times a year. Hey, you know what? Let's make Every an agreement months. right now. Every AW pay per view, we have to do oh, a podcast. I'm in. All right. Yeah. Are you all in? 
I'm all in. When's the next paper? I'm ready to start this revolution. It's in like two weeks. It's a Sunday, which is weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, they're doing a Sunday pay-per-view? Yeah. Revolution is Sunday, March 7th. God, that's weird because I don't like that that because – No, I love Saturday pay-per-view. I I love Saturday because I got to pirate that shit because I'm not paying the 50 bucks. And so I'm always like a a half hour, hour behind. Dude, it's like 13 bucks for their pay-per-views. For AEW? Yeah, it's not that expensive. It's like fifteen bucks. I thought it was. I thought it was way more than that. Are you sure? No, no. Yeah, they started dropping the. Oh, it might be like twenty six, but it's not sixty. It's not. <clears throat> it, look at this. Hey, it's not New York prices. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I thought. Look it up on uh, the reason I was. I was not. Uh, no, go on, go on the fight app. It's like fucking fifteen bucks. You can also get talking talking shop of mania for like thirteen bucks. So that's fifty bucks. Fifty? Yeah. Unless it's on the fight app for cheaper, but where are you looking at? I yeah, look on the fight app. Because I, I swear it was never fifty fucking dollars. Yeah. I because I always thought they were a little bit. But yeah, cheaper. that just sucks. Is like I gotta work the next day. Yeah. I'm gonna be going into work real tired because I'm gonna be staying up to watch Revolution. You better be- Saturday pay per views are great. Like <laughs> I it was like Ring of I know. Honor. Uh, Impact doesn't. I want them to go back Saturday. to Saturdays. Oh, it's great. Sunday pay per views suck. Yeah. I mean, that's, Go back to Saturday's AEW. That's, yeah. how, that's, how the, that's how the business has been for a while, but fuck, dude. Saturday pay-per-views, you get drunk, you wake up the next day, feeling good. So I th- I think that's – yeah, that's in two weeks. Uh, that maybe we wait for a double or nothing. Since we just covered some AEW, this will lead us up to Revolution and then come back double or nothing, talk more. Okay, I'm down with that. All right. I'm done with that too. We're gonna make that be like May. Yeah. Holy shit! All right, (laughs) I'm down with this. Look at long term booking is fine. (laughs) Because I actually, I actually have guests booked like two weeks out on my podcast normally. (laughs) Fucking a Billy Ray. Yeah. (laughs) I'm 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 a fan of that. Uh huh. All right. I messaged you like two weeks ago. Yeah, you did. You're like, hey, you want to do my podcast? I'm like, you want to do a double podcast? Yeah. (laughs) Didn't know it'd be a shit show like this one is, but this this has been. A whole lot of fun, and I hope uh, yes. I hope at the end of it, you know, through our drunken conversations, people can um, <laughs> can appreciate AEW the way that me and you appreciate it. Because uh, love uh, it. you know, as we talked about, like any kind of struggles you're going through, or it doesn't matter yeah. what anybody else's opinion is on this, that, and the other, it don't fucking matter. Because yep. what really matters is you get quality wrestling content. And uh-huh. you got stories you can follow along with, and you got something you can talk about your buddy, talk to your buddies with. Yep. So even if you don't talk to them, like I don't, we, we don't talk every day, but yeah, here we are talking three months later. We got <laughs> fucking hours and hours of shit yeah. we got to talk about. <laughs> Plus and you know more. What I'm gonna go do now. I'm gonna go make dinner, and then I'm gonna go watch the AEW Women's Tournament on YouTube. Hey, fucking a Billy, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna go do. Oh shit, there we go. Oh, is it Monday? Oh, it's Monday. It I was about to say, I'm going to go watch uh, Impact Wrestling, which is on Twitch now. So you guys don't have cable. Ah, go watch. I need to, yeah. Yeah, go watch Impact on Twitch. Just sign in. It's free. Go on to Twitch. Nice. Impact Wrestling. But uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up. I think we'll, uh, we'll end it here. Steve Jennings, where can people find you? Uh, well, let me give you my... Uh my podcast info it's on facebook at facebook.com slash what are you talking about pod or on instagram at what are you talking about or i'm on twitter at i'm steve jennings um 
yeah, I don't have much going on. I'm going to be hosting a burlesque show this weekend, but that's uh, sold out, so <laughs> no one can come to that anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> Something I forgot to mention that uh, on your podcast and our podcast, uh-huh. um, I think we mentioned on your show, we, you're like, Steve, you gave me advice. I did stand up. Um, we never mentioned how successful you ended up being. <laughs> you're fucking hosting a burlesque show. I, I'm moderately, I'm, I'm co-hosting, okay? I'm co-hosting. And I'm with, moderately successful. With, like, I, with your improv yeah. career. Like, I, I'm fucking baffled. I'm like, oh, fuck, we forgot to get to that. That is a pretty huge thing. You you do some good shit on, um, you. on your improv deal. So with that, and then you do some... Was it like Facebook? What do you, what, what the fuck are we calling these shows now? Where it's like Facebook live shows. What do we want to call these? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. Everybody's like, hey, we're doing a live podcast. stream. Hey, we're doing right yeah, well, no, I've, no. I've, I've done, uh, last year uh, when COVID hit, I did a few Facebook lives uh, just fucking around. At one point in time, I let my roommate cut my hair and then uh, <laughs> my birthday party uh on facebook and then i did a couple uh sketch videos that i uploaded to to facebook uh tearing up i'm doing a parody of a local pizza owner (laughs) who turned out to be kind of a racist piece of shit was it saint goose poop Uh, yeah saint goose poop i did two of them uh i had grand plans to do a third but he deleted his facebook page so it was less fun for me by then uh but those two videos, I mean, combined got over 16,000 views on Facebook. <laughs> so I was pretty happy with that. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm super successful, but I'm, I've, I've found some moderate success. It's, it's, it's been, yeah, I'm having fun, and that's the whole point. Is like I'm having fun with it, and I get to have my podcast, and I get to come on your podcast and other yeah, people's podcasts. Exactly. People are yeah. watching you have fun. So uh, yeah. go follow Steve Jennings on, on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can find him, because you never know when these new live things are going to pop up. Um, that's yeah. right. Obviously, we've got uh, we've got a lot more shit in store. So uh, hey, tune in when Steve Jennings is gonna be on next. And I guess that's all. And that's all I gotta be say about that. And that's the bottom line because Stevie Mo said so. I, should we end with that? I don't know. Is that how you normally end it? No, I, I always end with. <laughs> how do you normally end it? <laughs> no, I always end with. Hey guys, take care. The Wu Tang slang is mad fucking dangerous. Later.